So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 222 for November 10th, 2019. My name's Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Hey, hey, we're here this time. You know, you know, one day I'm going to up update that song at the beginning, but uh, I've had it for over 200 episodes, so I don't know if I'm going to do that anytime soon. Just, it just hasn't Maybe. been updated. Maybe someday Maybe. me and Connor can collab. Oh yes. Do a cover of it and a cover of the a cover of a parody song. Yes. Perfect. I think that's that's great. We'll get you, Connor, and Weird Al Yankovic to all do a, a song together. I'm sure Weird Al would be would be down with that. So Yeah. Yeah, we weren't here last week. Uh, Aroa, what you were having some problems. Did those problems go away? Um, they will be on Tuesday. They they will be on Tuesday. Until so, then, I'm literally bathing by filling a pot full of hot water and uh, using using a, a scrubby thingy. Is there not a YMCA near you? No. Or like a gym. Maybe. Yeah, you. That's what I would do. Like I've always, I actually thought about that. I was talking to my friend Bernice once, and I was texting her. I was like, "Yeah, if I ever have to become homeless, I will just get one of those big panel vans and live in there, and I'll get a cheap gym membership so I can go shower. That way, you know, I'll at least be clean and homeless." That is a pretty smart idea. And then an hour later, I'm watching Last Comic Standing. And one of the comedians, they're going through his life story. He's like, yeah, I, ha- I live in a van and I have a gym membership. I'm like, no, no, the guy <laughs> took my idea. <laughs> I was like, and it was like, seriously, less than an hour after I was talking to my friend about this. So I was like, oh, somebody else already did it. But apparently that guy... He wants to focus on on comedy and not have to work a uh, an actual job and then do comedy on the side. So his whole thing was, I'm going to be in a van. That way I can literally just drive to all of my shows. I don't have to pay rent or electricity or anything. And I have a gym membership so I can shower. And I was like, that's that's a pretty good idea. That's a, I mean, I couldn't do it, but that's a good idea. So... Uh, let's move on. Uh, I'm happy that you are able to bathe at least by yeah, filling a, for by filling a pot with water. Um, yep. I don't know what's gonna be what what's gonna happen next week. So do you know what's happening on Friday for me? Have I told you? Mm, I think I remember you saying that you might need me to cover. Yeah, so I'm getting uh, my golf. I'm getting my gallbladder removed on Friday. That's right. Yeah. So I should be fine. It's probably going to be one of those things where, like, I'm sore, but I'm going to be able to do pretty much anything I want, that type of thing. Um, They don't want me to, like, lift 
they, they're probably not going to want me to lift like more than 10 pounds, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably be here. It'll probably be all right. Honestly, I'm, it's being done at um, 7 a.m. And that's when I'm going in. And they said I'll be released by like 10. So I, it's, it's a minor procedure. And I told my sister, my mom is freaking out about it right she she called me she's like you need to make sure you call me afterwards and that you're gonna be okay and i'm like i'm gonna it's a fucking gallbladder mom it's not like i'm getting my like a heart transplant or something it's a fucking gallbladder it's like eighty thousands of these procedures are done on every month or something like that i'm over one of the most common surgeries in the united states yeah so you don't have to worry about it. She's like, well, don't worry. I'm going to worry about you. You have to call me and make sure. I was like, okay, if I'm too high to call you because I'm going to be under the effects of anesthesia, if I'm too high to call you, I'll have my, I'll have my sister call you. And she's like, okay, you promise? And I was like, yes, I, I promise. And then I called up my sister, and I was like, Shanin, I need you to call mom after the surgery and tell her there will complicate. Yeah, tell her that something bad happened. And she's like, that's fucking sick and disgusting, and you're a terrible person, and I'll call her halfway through the procedure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, we're good family members. My, I told my friend Sabrina that, and she's like, maybe your mom started doing drugs because she saw the shit that you, would, that you two would do to her when you got older. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, good times. Anyway, uh, if I'm not here next week, it's because I'm recovering from surgery. Andrew Rowe McFain will take over, and he'll be clean. So that'll be nice. Yeah. What games um, have you played this week? Well, um, not a bunch, because I started a new job on Wednesday. Congratulations! And... How is Dairy Queen? Well, you know... um, I get all the free ice cream that I want. I don't think so. that's how that works, actually. All the, it, it, it works when the manager's not looking. <laughs> and I just put my mouth on the ice cream dispenser and just shoot it in. Good, good. No, seriously, what are you doing, though? Uh... Um, I'm. It, it's kind of like a... It, the company itself is like a consulting company, sort of, or like they're... They're like IT for small businesses that can't afford to like staff their own dedicated IT. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I I understand. I've had to deal with those before. They suck. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um yeah, basically, like, um, I know one one of their clients is Ponderosa. One of them is like, there's a chain of dealers around here that are all owned by the same company. Uh, I, I assume you mean like I assume you mean like car dealers and not like drug dealers. Uh, no, Coke. Coke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good. There's just a chain of Coke dealers. Yeah. Um. So. But, yeah. Uh, is it paying uh, about what you were getting before, or not even uh, close? It's it's um it's a substantial decrease in pay. Not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. Well. But. You know what? They've uh, they've never turned a child into a vegetable. What? The the uh, place that I worked at previously that was uh, it's a big part of why they can go fuck themselves. Oh, is uh, they they said no? Uh, this kid doesn't need an overnight uh, nurse to be staffed. He, his mom is a nurse. 
that counts. Oh. And, uh, then he had some kind of issue come up while the mom wasn't around. Seizure or something. Care of had he had a had he had a nurse and now the kid's a vegetable. And then the mom was like, "I'm going to sue you." And then she sued them. And then they were like, "We're going to sue you for violating our freedom of speech." What? Wait, yeah, what? I don't. I don't. I didn't get that either. But uh, uh, huh. Yeah, I was like, wow. And I I assume they ended up settling out of court? Uh, I don't actually know what happened uh, by the end of it. I know that uh, the CEO sent out a uh, fucking... They they sent a thing out that was like, Hey, uh, you know, there's two sides to every story, and the media always likes to report on the bad things. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they... They usually do whenever it comes to companies doing really shitty shit. Media, so. yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of the media, but on the other hand, they got, they got to do their job, and unfortunately, most of the time, it's bad shit that they got to report on because we, we'll watch like heartwarming stories of stuff, and like, oh, this dog pulled the girl from the well, and then. They're like, uh, we're like, oh, that's good. Now get to the accident. Get to the car accident that happened on 97th, please. So, yeah, that's uh, that's good. At least you got a new job. Did you play any games? Um, well, I'm constantly playing NGU Idol. I don't know the what best that is. Idol game that no. I've ever played. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it is. Oh, okay. For some um, reason, my brain thought you meant idol, not idol. Like oh, I D O L. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you'd be, you'd be right. It's it's not the best idol game. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. No, you're probably talking about like Cookie Clicker or something like that. Yes. Um, and I uh, have I've put some more time into the Outer Worlds. I haven't made any substantial progress because I keep swapping between my two characters that are basically polar opposites oh okay so we've got uh, one guy who he, he literally so his his stats are that uh he has no charisma um and he's really stupid but oh, okay. he's also really really strong and really like fast and has a high whatever the hell that bottom stat is like determination or whatever um so all he does his name is meat and all he does is just murder everyone he sees. Oh, that's uh, not good. Yep, that, that's I'm pushing. I'm pushing the limit of what, what how the writers have have made the game because they said any NPC can die and they'll you'll find a way to be able to go through the storyline. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna really test that. <laughs> um, I'm I'm and... assuming there are a lot of people who are testing that theory. Oh, definitely. Uh. But the other the other character is like a a smooth talking, highly intelligent engineer that uses guns. So Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. So are those really the only things you played is the idol game and then Outer Worlds? Well, you know, WoW exists. Oh yeah. It's, I... it's just a part of my life at this point. Cool. And where can we find you? Just head on over to aroa.website and you'll get all of the lovely links to all of my lovely things. Oh, okay. That's uh that's good. 
So anyway, let's move on to me. I played WWE 2K20. Um, game's a little Is broken. Still broken. Yep. Yeah, it's still broken. It's uh, as I said before. I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast. It's less broken on PC than it is on the consoles, but it's still broken. Like it, there's just random crashes, and it's not the the type of crashes where like you'll notice the frame drop, or like some like something will happen in the game that will trigger a crash. So like, oh, at one one of the original. Um, wwe 2k games that first got ported over to pc one of the entrances would just cause my game to crash until until i updated my graphics card so like just one of the entrances something about it would just make the game crash in wwe 2k20 it's just i don't know a loading screen and it's just like (laughs) nope gone uh i was trying to do they have these towers kind of like like a Mortal Kombat 2, I think, where you, where you basically you just climb the tower and try to beat the enemies and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. just in the middle of the towers, it would just crash or freeze. So, you know, good times. Have you had any problems recently with just general game stability? Like, on just any, like, games in general? Like on, on PC. Yeah! Like, you're... Okay, because, like, uh, recently, until yesterday, when I changed which driver I was using, because I was using uh, the regular, you know, NVIDIA game ready driver. Uh Uh-huh. And for the last, like, week or two, it seems like every once in a while, it, it, my graphics card would just run out of memory. Oh, yeah. Like, it would, it would go into this weird state where it would panic and then everything would black out and then come back and then like parts of the UI weren't rendering anymore. And yeah. like WoW would sometimes give me an error that just said I was out of memory when I was ostensibly not even close to being out of memory. Yeah, I've had um like last night I was playing the Outer Worlds and I have it at 1080p, I think ultra settings is what it was set at. And it's been running great. And then for some reason, last night, it was just, like, dropping down to 30 frames a second over and over and over again. I think uh, whatever NVIDIA driver I was on must have been just fucked. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Um, I know that... I I rolled back to... I'm using the studio driver now because Mm -hmm. those are more... Stable. I I think uh, I think the way that Nvidia is doing it is they have like the game ready drivers as like the the it's ready for most people kind of driver, and then the studio drivers are like the the LTS releases of like Ubuntu and stuff, where it's like anybody could use this; it's going to be stable as a rock. So I think I might stick to uh, using the studio drivers from now on because I haven't had any problems since changing over to that. Because I was like, I was just trying to edit a video in Premiere. I think I saw that. I think I saw it on your Snapchat. And it like just fucking, it went black and then came back and the UI just didn't update. Like I, I was still interacting with things, but it wasn't actually showing me any of that. So it was something weird with the GPU. So why are you doing Premiere and not DaVinci? Because you were on DaVinci for a while. Because DaVinci's a pain in the ass. Okay. So anyway, uh, WWE... Which, I forgot to 
put that video back into public availability because it's been unlisted since yesterday. Yes. So, as I was saying, WWE 2K20 is still broken. Uh, I did beat the storyline mode, though. And uh, I have to beat the Bump in the Night DLC, which is included if you pre-order the game. But the the storyline mode's interesting, but it's not amazing. And And one thing I did not like about it was throughout the game, throughout the story, you're getting text messages from the character from the previous game, right? You're getting like, hey, man, sorry. It's like we're, we just happen to be on different shows every time we you switch to a different show. And so you never interact with your the, the previous character, right? And I was really hoping that at the end of the storyline, they would bring your created character from the past game in and you would have a match against him. But that never happened. So they have this whole buildup and then it never happens. And I was just like, seriously? Come on, that was stupid. You think Any- maybe they wanted to do that? And then 2K was like, game needs to come out tomorrow. And so they just said, fuck it. Yeah, I still think they should have waited until April. I, th- I think that they should have been like, hey, we're pushing it back. It needs more time. We're also going to start releasing them around WrestleMania. Boom. I wonder if with the how bad this launch has been if maybe they'll do a uh kind of like what what they did with the UFC games where those started out as yearly things no and they're going to keep going they're going to keep being yearly games i bet yeah you're right yeah they, um they, i was just hoping like you know since they they probably don't make very much money off of them yeah, maybe maybe they could justify giving it a year off but yeah you're right they make they make enough money that it's fine yeah yeah so let's move on or uh let me talk about the other game i played which was the outer worlds and i really like the game i think it's great i think it is it's really really good um i i don't want to spoil anything but one of the characters uh i had fall in love with another character in the game not not one of like one of my uh companions falls in love with another character and i found two different things so i went on a murder spree as you do, uh, just messing around. And the, the, the girlfriend comes up and as I'm murdering things and I watch as, uh, my, my companion ends up killing her. So the person she's dating, uh, murders her. Yeah. The, the companion interactions are probably my biggest disappointment with the game yeah well actually my my biggest disappointment is the perk system a lot of the perks are just either yeah a lot of the perks aren't very good like they 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 need more time brainstorming perks to get anyway um so i get that companions like hey can we talk and you're like yeah sure and they're like i can't believe what i saw you do to her (laughs) and then you're like, ah, oh, come on, it's all right. And she's like, no, I'm leaving. And so they leave. And um, then I went on to another murder spree. Okay? Like, I, I, I of course, did not keep that save because that's not the character I'm rolling. I just like, at the, sometimes I like just killing everyone in the, in the station and then reloading. 
Yeah, that's a completely uh, normal thing yeah. to do. Yeah, that's a normal thing to do. So I do that again, but this time the companion doesn't see me kill that person. And so um, they don't they don't see me kill the person. And so they're like, hey, I heard over the intercom what you did to her. So and, and it's basically the same options, right? Like, hey, come on, baby. It's all right. Um, but there were two there were two options. I didn't have the the persuasion, nor did I have the intimidate to try to keep them there. But I don't know if it would have worked anyway. So, but one of them was like, hey, the only way you're getting off that ship is with me or at the airlock. And, and I was like, that's nice. So I, I do like some of the character interaction is good. I think some of it's all right. Some of it's not great. Like maybe, so I, I like I said, I have barely made really any major progress in the game beyond yeah. the first planet. Oh, yeah. But the Ground, companion Ground on the break. first planet, um, she she gets upset if you kill the boss in front of her. Parvati. Yeah, she she gets upset if you kill uh, Mr. Reed, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, and that's the only time that she, that she gets upset if you oh, kill okay. somebody. I went through and systematically murdered every single person on the planet. And she did not say a word except for, I wish we didn't have to kill What's-Her-Face. Oh, well. So, like, so here's the thing. Who, so Parvati, who, who, you killed Reed, and that's it? Mm-hmm. No, I, um, I murdered everyone. Well, right, 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 right. And, but that's the only person she got mad about. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's the thing. Like, I go on this murder spree, and it is Parvati, the one that I was talking about. Okay. So I I thought that there was like it kind of seemed like they were gonna I, I've seen a couple of videos that yeah. seemed like she was gonna she's gonna have like a girlfriend thing. Yeah, yeah. So Parvati goes, I kill everyone on that station, including her girlfriend. And the only she's like, I can't believe you did that to her. Like you literally just saw me kill about a hundred people. Just as they're running away, I'm just like <laughs> shooting them in the back. And, and that, this is the that was the other thing. The same thing that happened with her girlfriend with you, yeah, uh, happened with Reed with me. She's the one who actually killed him. Yeah, exactly. And then she was like, I, "You killed him." Like, like no, I how, you <laughs> you did that. But like, it, I I still think it's I still think it's a really good game. Like I, is, I'm having a lot of fun. It is a pretty yeah. It's it's a it's a great Bethesda game that isn't made by Bethesda. And hey, here's another thing. It's included with Game Pass. Yeah. I think that's huge for it. I hope like it's it's going to be successful. It's already successful. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that it gets a sequel that is more in line with what everyone expected. I mean, I I I was pretty much expecting this, so I'm not upset. I wish that the there's a few things I wish like the perk system isn't that great. Um, the perks aren't that great. The uh, companions could be a little bit better, but I like I I do. Once you start doing their companion quests and stuff, they're they're pretty good. Um, the graphics could be a little bit better, but they're pretty good. Like 
everything's pretty good about the game and the storyline's really fun. So I don't know I don't know exactly where it's going, but I, I I'm like having a lot the, of fun if with the it. The flaw system was a little more like a, a little more built into Yeah, cuz like, ev- overall Every once in a while, they're just like, hey, you got shot with a cannon. Do you want to be more vulnerable to cannons? Huh? Huh? We'll give you, you a, perk. a perk. point. Yes, I would do that, but your perks kind of suck dick. Yeah. I already got it, the perks I want, which is carry more stuff. See, I, I felt like it'd be cool if you had a flaw that was a specific thing that made you weak to that thing. But then it gave you a buff to like something opposite of that thing or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Like yeah. in anything other than just you get a perk point to make it more of a real decision. Because I'm sorry, taking minus one to my base fucking intelligence stat? Like, no, not gonna do that. Yeah. I remember, uh, and I'll, then I'll move on. One of the original old SmackDown games for the PlayStation. Uh, when you were creating your custom character, you could actually give him like, oh, he has a bad knee or something like that, which I thought well, was really cool. Uh, Fallout 1 and 2 had stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Fallout 1 and 2 yeah. are amazing, and I'll probably never beat them. Same. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say about that? Oh, just that, like, you'd think that since this is Obsidian and there are a bunch of, like, ex-Fallout devs, yeah. Like that somebody would have thought, hey, why don't we put the old style like perk system from character creation back then? Where like, yeah, you you take something that like you're you're slower, but you do way more melee damage or that stuff like that. Like have have that thing to make characters way more organic in the way that they exist. Yeah, that's kind of that's... that. That's one thing I would really like to see in, like, a, a wrestling game or um, some even kind of the Outer Worlds, but more like it, it would fit more with, like, sports games, is that you could get injuries that would affect the rest of your career. Like, you have a career mode, and then say somebody, like, works on your on your legs one match, and then, like... And maybe not the whole career, but at least for like a month or two, your your leg, you got to kind of watch the moves you do. Otherwise, you'll like trip or something like that. I think that you would know, be pretty cool. Wrestling roguelite. So, so yes, exactly. There's a game I played, and I, I spoke to you before about it, and it kind of has these things in it. Uh, it was made by that M. Dickies guy. And it would do stuff like that. Like, you could get injured and have to sit out for, like, six weeks. It's called uh, Wrestling Revolution 3D. He's the, the guy that made the um, the Jesus oh, game. Yeah. I yeah. remember that now. Yeah, and... Uh, it's in that same weird engine that he made that, like, runs every game that he puts out. And And... Like, it's got a lot of cool ideas. It has terrible execution, but it's got some cool ideas in it. Like, Which is, like, the story of his entire game development career. Yeah, like, you can actually go and, like, negotiate contracts between the different organizations and stuff and be like, hey, I'm going to work for you for, uh, you know, a year, and you're going to pay me this much a week or something like that. And you could 
negotiate contracts and then like you could even negotiate creative control in the in the game which i think is pretty funny because you know if you have creative control or if you don't have creative control the um the booker will come up to you and be like hey you're gonna start doing this this is gonna be your new gimmick you're gonna be a good guy you're gonna do this and you're like no no i'm a heel and they're like oh did i fucking stutter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like they just the, and then if you have creative control you could be like no nah, I'm just going to do my own thing so I, I like some of the stuff that they put in it that they're never going to have in a WWE game because they want everything to be so streamlined anyway let's move on let's talk about Markiplier apparently what, what about Markiplier with normal hair <laughs> okay well so uh what happened was Markiplier had this really big event level video thing come out. It's, I, I don't want to say it's a series cause it's not. Okay. It, it's an interactive movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's so a choose your own adventure video. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's done pretty fucking well. Uh, the production values are surprisingly high because it's a quote unquote YouTube original that was also like co-produced by uh Rooster Teeth. Okay, and yeah. So uh anyway, he after that came out a few days later, uh he did a live stream with his fans where they got to pick where to go and he basically did like uh like commentary over it as they went through the different pieces. And to vote on which way you went, he had them spam emotes in chat. Okay. That ended up getting a bunch of people's accounts suspended or just completely like they they couldn't log into their Google account anymore. Wait, so they they got rid of their whole Google account? Yes. Not just YouTube. They couldn't log into Gmail anymore because they spammed an emote in chat. That is, which he, the, the person, I can, I get it. Like, I completely understand, like, maybe not taking away their entire fucking Google account, but giving them, like, a temporary suspension and being like, hey, you know, you do this again. But that's only if, like, hey, you come into my chat and you're just spamming emoticons or emotes, right? Right. That makes sense. the, The fact that this was even a thing indicates that Google and, well, YouTube, whoever the governing body over this is, they they fundamentally misunderstand the entirety of streaming culture. Yeah. Which is not surprising by any means, but it's, it's just, it kind of puts it right out there that no matter how much YouTube wants to pretend that they, uh, that they like want to be part of this fucking culture and all that. It's really just that it's a market that they're trying to dig into. And that this just makes it completely naked because like, if if you've if you've been in any big Twitch stream chat or, or even like a mixer chat, whatever, like spamming emotes is a very common thing. It's a fucking thing. Even at uh, at GDQ events, they'll they'll tell people to spam emotes in chat because mm-hmm. it's just a thing. Yeah. And and the fact that YouTube is trying to build out this whole live stream platform to be more than a throwaway feature that no one actually gives a shit about. And yet they have auto banning 
put in that that if you spam emotes, you just get your fucking YouTube account or your Google account suspended. Like, it's it's disgusting and pathetic. Yes. So, and then on top of that, people were trying to dispute the uh, the suspension, and well, they yeah. were almost immediately getting denied. Or if they got their accounts unsuspended, they would be resuspended for no apparent reason. Nice. Hey, we're gonna unsuspend. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, like and and uh, Markiplier goes into this in his video that like YouTube's like the way that their their appeal process works. A human has to look at that. Right. And they have to determine one way or another. It is not an automated process. And if I'm going to believe anybody on this, it's going to be like top 10 YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. So that means that there are humans who are looking at this situation and going, nope, nope, fuck them, and <laughs> banning them. <laughs> well, well, and, and here, this could be the thing too, like, right? They're, they have low-level grunts who are doing the, they who are looking do. over the counts. And so they're going to look at their policy and they're going to look at what like the chat log and be like, well, that's the policy. Like, I'm not going to go against the policy. So there, I, I don't blame the people who were rebanning no, no, them, that, if that makes sense. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that like this is this is wholly YouTube's fault. Yes. For for not for not looking at their policies and, and taking into consideration what stream culture is before building this platform out. Like, it's not like YouTube was pioneers in the whole fucking live streaming business. They they were far from it. Like, they, yeah, they had some basic stuff before the likes of, of Justin.TV and Ustream and whatnot, but they are very much following in the footsteps of Twitch. And... That they would have this massive of an oversight is so. So I want you to go down to that Engadget article that you you linked, and go to the comments. I just think this this is a funny comment. Uh, it's fuck you YouTube, fuck you Google, <laughs> fuck you. Using middle finger emotes. Yeah. So lots, lots lots of emojis there. So. Uh, but they did reinstate them. They reinstated the accounts of all of those people after the backlash. According to YouTube's Twitter, which, how are we going to have proof of that? We I guess. We just have yeah. to hope. Yeah, we'll just hope and but, pray. Like, somebody, somebody, I hope, will look at this situation and go, if we're going to compete with these other platforms, then we need to really look at how we're how we're treating live stream as a platform compared to what our what our competitors are doing yeah and consider this because like i i i haven't even read this article and i and now that i'm skimming through it i'm realizing that i'm spitting out basically the same points that this guy is giving which... and and in about two years they'll update their policy yeah <laughs> like that's uh that that's the shitty thing for 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 YouTube is it like they always move really quickly whenever it's convenient for them but whenever it's it's something that requires actual like thought and consideration they're going to take their sweet fucking time it's like the american the political is, system <laughs> and i don't think like i doubt that 
uh, live streaming is profitable enough for them to really want to take this all that seriously. Yeah. Which that... is unfortunate, but like YouTube as a platform isn't really all that profitable. So that definitely makes sense. Let's I think, I think the, the big thing to take from this is uh, don't participate in YouTube live streaming. Just yeah. Yeah. Go to mixer.com forward slash written. That's the only place you should, uh, you should go watch live streams. And also I forgot to hoard myself earlier. I'm sorry. I'll do that thing. I'll do I'll do that that do that at the end of the episode. Let's move on and uh talk about uh AMC is making a game. I what? apparently AMC Games and their first title is going to be Airplane Mode where it's like Desert Bus where you're just kind of <laughs> that's what they're comparing it to but it's you have to sit through a six-hour transatlantic flight. That's uh, in, 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 in real, real time. time. In real time. What? Yep. The fuck? It says here in the article, you have to stave off the tedium uh, using the all-too-familiar resources of a cramped couch seat, including the sometimes flaky in-air Wi-Fi, outdated shows on uh, on the Seatback Entertainment System, and crossword puzzles in the Airplanes Travel Magazine. Uh, it's not even predictable. You may have to deal with random delays, turbulence, and crying babies. So here's my question. Is it in VR? I really hope so. If it is, this would be... like it, it, it's, it's going to be anyway... But, like, it would be a really good, like, charity stream game, just like yeah. Desert Bus is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they're doing it. Apparently, you can add it to your Steam wishlist now. Um, so it says it's a, a meditation on life between destinations, as AMC put it with that. Uh, said you can see it being ideal for Desert Bus, blah, 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 like fundraisers that they've, they've done. Where I think the last one they got $80,000, which was a couple days ago, for uh, Desert Bus, which Desert Bus, in case anybody is doesn't know, is you're driving from... Where are you driving? It's an eight-hour drive, but I forget where it, you're driving from and to. I want to say it's in Nevada, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. And there's just there's a highway that's an eight hour long highway, and you're just driving. You drive eight hours, and then you drive back, and you can only go like fifty miles an hour or something like well, that. And also, uh, the bus is constantly pulling to the right, so you have to keep tapping the the you have to, you have to direction. Cap, yeah, you have to keep the other direction is left, Oroa. I, I wasn't sure if it was actually pulling to the right or not, and I was trying to think about it, but it's it's pulling in, in one direction. I think yeah. it's to the right, because I, yeah. then otherwise maybe you could risk getting in a car accident, and that would be bad. Yeah, so... And also, if if you do run off the edge of the road, you have to get towed back. In real time. All the way back, in real time, so that you can start driving again in real time. And that's what this... Air, I really hope this airplane mode game uh gets made i i hope that there are things in it that are like a real airplane right like they well, have the, so... the in-flight entertainment stuff but i hope they have like actual movies and tv shows because it's made so by they, amc they, they do 
Oh. If you go on the Steam page, they have in-flight entertainment system featuring a flight tracker and hit movies of the 1930s. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> what movies are we talking about here? Hit movies from the 1930s. Let's let's look that up. Uh, the one that they use in the trailer appears to be Le Voyage dans la Lune. Oh, you know what? There, there are some good. Uh, these probably aren't included. <laughs> these. But let's some of the movies that were released in the 1930s: The Wizard of Oz, 1939; Gone with the Wind; uh, All Quiet on the Western Front; um, King Kong; uh, yeah, you know, Bride of yeah. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Like honestly, if those, if any of those movies are included, I'd probably be cool with it. You know what? This is it. Oh, there are Looney Tunes cartoons. All right, uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the pictures. There's a there's a picture of it says Merry Melodies, which that means it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, there's a book. Uh, there's a phone, but there are no headphones plugged into it. Okay. Um, um like that. I mean, fairly accurate satellite imagery of your flight path. Fairly ac- actually. <laughs> Uh, I was on an uh, uh, not a transatlantic flight, but I was on a flight to Japan, and it was fairly accurate. The flight path uh, thing, it wasn't. It copies, wasn't great. They're copies of their award-winning magazine Stratospheres, filled with articles, crosswords, and Sudoku. All right, is it is it R- VR? Randomized events on every playthrough, such as turbulence, bad Wi-Fi, and delays. <laughs> is um, it doesn't say. It just okay. says single player. Okay. Uh, I I pray that they that they implement a VR thing. If they don't, that it seems simple enough. Maybe uh, maybe somebody can do like one of those third party injection things yeah. with it. So the only the worst thing about the flight I had to Japan, and then we'll we'll move on to the next story. Um was that there was in-flight entertainment. They had quite a few movies. How like they had a lot of movies on there that had just been released. However, um my headphone port didn't work. Oh no. So, I thankfully I did load up my uh my tablet with a bunch of uh Netflix movies. So I watched like In Bruges and Death to Smoochie. And then uh when I was coming back from Japan. I was like, well, I don't want to risk it. So I'm going to log into my Netflix account and I'm going to download a bunch of movies onto my uh, net or onto my tablet again. That way, in case the in-flight doesn't work again, then I will at least have movies to watch on my tablet. And um, unfortunately, uh, I failed to realize that I was downloading Japanese movies <laughs> uh without subtitles so oh. yeah so like i downloaded i was like I, i'm gonna watch this new power rangers movie and so i downloaded it and i put it on my tablet and then i started it up and honestly i should have just watched it because it's power rangers i, I could figure it out but nope no uh no subtitles and it's all in japanese so that was that was good 
Anyway, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about AT&T. They've come out with the new wireless plans, new unlimited wireless plans. Why? I don't know. So, I forget what it was before. So they have Why would you for, firstly why is it so hard to make an unlimited plan, Aroa? Um, because, because unlimited means you can't nickel and dime as easily. So, so that's the thing. Like, yes, there's always going to be 1% to 2% of the people who are on, on unlimited, like actually unlimited plans who are going to download way too much stuff, right? And they're, and they're not going to be cost-effective. But the majority of people who are on unlimited plans aren't going to be using three terabytes of data a month. The majority of them are going to be using a reasonable amount of data. They just think they need unlimited. So just make unlimited plans, guys. Just say, you know, 70 bucks a month, unlimited. We're not going to throttle you after 30 gigs. Boom. That's it. That's all you have to do. But AT&T is coming out with new unlimited plans, um, which are not unlimited, just so you know. Starting on Sunday, November 3rd, that's uh, last week, AT&T roll out, will roll out its unlimited starter, unlimited extra, and unlimited elite wireless plans featuring unlimited data. And these are in quotes. Uh, talk and text. Uh, they're doing it in the U.S. with plans, plans including support for the service in Canada and Mexico as well. AT&T's Starter Unlimited plan. This is all from Gizmodo. $65 a month for a single line. Uh, if you have four lines, it goes down to $35 per line. Uh, what the press, didn't re- press release doesn't mention is that data prioritization is always on meaning that your data could be reduced at any time. So there's not even a, after 15 gigs or 20 gigs, we're going to re- reduce your speed. It's whenever we feel like it, we can reduce your speed. Then there's the new um, Unlimited Extra plan, uh, which is 65 a month. Uh, or forty dollars per line for four lines. Um, it gives you fifteen gigs of mobile hotspot data and features a soft cap of fifty gigs per month. Wait, I, that has to be a typo, right? Why? The starter unlimited plan starts at sixty-five dollars. The extra or unlimited extra plan is also sixty-five dollars. Uh huh. Yep, they're the same price. Yep. I wonder if really? it's seventy. I wonder if the that's seventy five dollars is what that means for the unlimited uh, extra. That would make sense. Yeah, considering uh, the next plan is eighty five dollars per month or fifty dollars uh, per line for four lines, which is the unlimited elite plan. It includes everything you get in the other plans, but it also includes a subscription to HBO, thirty gigs of mobile hotspot data. And a cap of 100 gigabytes per month before you get throttled. Finally, it is continuing to offer discounts on wireless plans to first responders, which el- with eligible customers able to knock up to 25% off their cell phone bills. There's a reason I don't use 
AT&T anymore, and that's because they were fucking expensive. Yeah, they're stupidly overpriced for what they are. If you want if you want or need AT&T coverage, there are multiple MVNOs that you can go with, like Consumer Cellular or yeah. Cricket. Oh, yeah, Consumer Cellular raised up their uh, data caps, didn't they? Uh, they've done that a couple of times, yeah. No, like recently, I think it's up to like 20, 20 gigs now or something like that. Wow. Consumer Cellular. Now, I'm not with Consumer Cellular anymore because their international stuff is awful. But let's uh, let's look at it here. Build your own device. Just give me your plans. Tell me how much how much it costs people. I do not want a cell phone. I just want the plans. So this is this is horribly exciting. Okay, plans. Well, you've got the maximum one is uh twenty five gigs a month for forty dollars a month. Yeah, on, I don't uh, think I have that anymore. I brought really? it down because we never used enough data. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so yeah, I I thought they had. Oh no, they don't charge you after you use the twenty five gigs. They just throttle your speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they throttle it, but it's like a lot. Like, yeah. It's basically unusable. So, um, consumer cellular. Since I worked there, they have they. They've upgraded a lot with their network and their pricing. Uh, right now, it's for $10 a month, you get three gigs a month, which is pretty good. I yeah, don't... I've, I, I've got 15 right yeah. now. And, like, I've only used three gigs in my cycle in, in like, 10 days. Uh, between my, my friend and I, who are on our, my Google Fi plan, we have never hit three gigs in one month. Between the, the two of us. Wow. Yeah, and that's, that's including when we went to Japan. I think we got over two gigs. We might have got three gigs, but I kind of doubt it. So uh, if, you're, if you are looking for like a plan and you're not planning on uh, doing international stuff, Consumer Cellular is kind of the way to go, honestly. It's pretty, pretty darn good. Let's move on to our next story. And we're going to talk... Oh, yeah. By the way, don't use the AT&T Unlimited plan. Don't, no, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't give AT&T money directly. No. Let's talk about uh, BlizzCon. So, BlizzCon happened. And they... Th- we were going to talk about this last week, but we ended up not doing the podcast. Um, apparently, there's a sequel to Overwatch coming out that is uh, shockingly called Overwatch 2. Yeah, it's uh, it's an expansion pack. Yes, it is. They even allow you to... I I do actually like this, that um, all of your skins and cosmetic stuff do transfer over to Overwatch 2. I do like that. Also, Overwatch 1 is getting all the new maps and characters. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it really is just an expansion. Yes. You're basically buying the PvE mode. Okay. So Overwatch 2 is in development. It's it's coming with a new co-op like story mode, which they didn't really have storylines before. They had little references here and there and then like character dialogue but in the maps would actually go and uh say something to the effect of like, 
oh, hey, Reinhardt, remember that war you were in? And Reinhardt's like, oh, yeah, I was in a war before. And that's it. They'll just <laughs> say stuff like that. Yeah, um, or they'll they'll have, they, they did those those little Pixar films. Yeah, those were uh, actually pretty neat. Yeah. So Overwatch but, 2 is coming out. It's probably going to be, I don't know, 60 bucks for a PvE mode. I really I hope it's like... I hope not. I, I, I'm hoping it'll be 40 yeah. Which is still kind of steep, but I I would get it. You can you can swallow that pill a little bit better. They are they are like they're they're calling it overhauling the graphics. Like they're they're they supposedly have this new art style or whatever that they're going for. I can't tell a fucking difference, uh, and a lot of people online can't. But, oh okay. Um, like it does it does look like they are they are putting enough effort in to make it worth paying money for and considering how long it's been since the original overwatch came out and that they have supported it as long as they have and as consistently as they have i think it's it's worth it if you want more of that co-op and and pve type content i personally i liked man versus machine when it came to to tf2 it was Um, all right but I don't think I'd pay forty dollars for Man vs. Machine whenever uh, all the other game modes were still, you know, Great. part of the game. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like paying for that the paid version of Fortnite. That yeah. that one PVE mode that nobody plays. Yeah, it really is. Yep, Diablo Four is uh, is a game that's going to come out at some point. That's really all they ex- said. I was extremely skeptical uh, at first, uh, especially whenever the like cinematic trailer that they did was a cinematic trailer and didn't have any real gameplay and stuff in it. Yeah. But then they showed off the gameplay and they did like uh, a presentation on all the systems and whatnot that they're doing, and kind of looks pretty pretty fun. Not gonna lie. Uh. It's supposedly going to be like an open world Diablo. What I don't More... like, though, what I don't like, though, here at the end, there will be no offline mode. That did piss me off. Yeah, not gonna lie. Yep. Because uh, like, it, it, if you played Diablo three when it first came out, you're lying, because no one did. I I did not. I did not have the game installed. <laughs> no one. No one could play it for the first, like, day that it was released because the servers were down. Yep. The servers... So, one, yeah, that's the problem with online games. or online or single-player sing- games. Yeah, single-player games that you want to play. That, now, I totally understand if, you're try- if you have an online mode and you can't get onto the online mode. Uh, but just wanting to load up your character and play single player, you should be able to do that without having issues. I'm also very mad that they don't have the uh, the real money shop in Diablo <laughs> Four. I, I I had a I had a friend who was like, I told him I was like, yeah, you can get items and then sell them in game for real money. And the guy's like, I could become rich. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, you can't. You're not going to be rich. You're going to make like a dollar. Of like John a mythic weapon. Oh, did John he? Was, yeah, John was so fucking hyped. He actually did end up making like thirty or forty dollars off of it. Well, that's but, I mean better than I would think, but 
still, it's not the amount of time yeah. he probably put into that thirty or forty dollars. Fucking mow a lawn. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because that was uh, either we were in high school or like right out of high school whenever that that came out. So God damn, you guys are young. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But World of yeah, Warcraft it... is get Warcraft is getting a new expansion called Shadowlands. Are you excited for this? Being as you play World of Warcraft, I am uh, embarrassed to admit. Yes, I am rather excited for it. Uh, there's a lot that it seems like they are they're trying to make the game more more appealing to newcomers without ruining the experience for people who have been playing for a long time. They've been trying uh, to do that for like 20 years. Well, yeah, but like that was one of my my big complaints whenever I started playing last year was that holy shit if you don't already have like a character that's max level whenever you start, then you you're never going to want to get past that initial hump yeah. of of leveling like that's why the game comes with a boost that is exactly why because they knew for at least a couple of expansions that the leveling experience sucked huge donkey balls it's 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 kind of a problem with any old mmo right like the the majority of your fan base is going to have been there for over a decade right and so they're you're they're not going to worry about leveling and they probably already have characters that are max level or they know the optimum way to get to max level. So and I get more it. Is like if you if you do something like what they're doing with because with the new expansion, basically they're cutting the number of levels in half. Yeah, uh, they're, they're bringing it back down to the original cap of 60. I thought the original uh, cap was 50. It's 60. Oh, okay. Um, they're bringing it down to, to 60 and, uh, they're, they're compressing all of that content that you would normally unlock, uh, down into that. Basically every level you're unlocking something at least. Oh yeah. Uh, not, not necessarily a new power, but you'd unlock a new couple of dungeons that you can do or, or something like that making it more impactful you know one of the and things that they changed i think it was a, a there was a few expansions ago um back in the day with most mmorpgs uh including wow like you would have like a sword skill and then you would have like a staff skill or whatnot and they just completely did away with all of that oh yeah yeah that's in that's in classic yeah so like i i actually kind of like that like I like like hey I need to go level up my my staff skill so I'm gonna go and beat enemies with this staff in, instead of just having it max level or maximum like you're you're proficient with it whenever you level up I don't I, know uh, I'm weird I would appreciate I'm old like a hybrid system of that yeah where depending on what class and or spec that you are you're proficient in a particular weapon but you can train in other types of weapons if you want to. Yeah, that makes sense. That that would, would make sense. It would, like, it would create a uh, probably some some problematic balancing issues. But yeah, I, I think it'd be neat if you could do it. 
Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm old school like that, so there's like no MMOs that really appeal to me right now. Like even Final Fantasy fourteen, like it's it's good. I just can't I can't play it for more than like a month without just getting burnt out. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, it's weird. I I tried I tried playing it, and it's just like it 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 I don't know. It's too slow. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, oh, by the way, I downloaded Payday too. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you want to. I saw that some new content came out. I saw that too. I haven't bought it yet though. Because I'm not a sucker. I'm probably gonna <laughs> buy it. I'm probably gonna buy it. So. Last one, uh, Hearthstone is getting a new expansion. We do we still like Hearthstone? No. Um, we shouldn't. I, I'm not. Uh, I I don't like Hearthstone because I don't like those card games anyway. So, I think that the new, um, the new game mode that is in like early testing right now is pretty cool. It's um it's their attempt at doing the uh auto chess type game uh whatever the hell Dota and League have it um I think League is actually called auto chess maybe I don't know Oh okay But there it you, you know what I'm talking about Nope not a not a fucking idea no Oh so uh in MOBAs uh well, Dota and and League uh, there, there's this mode that's, uh, I, I, I think the gen, the generic term is uh, is auto chess, but it's basically that instead of using, instead of it being a real time strategy type thing, it's more about, uh, building out a team, and then pitting that team against the other team, and they just auto battle with each other. And then oh. depending on how it goes and what your your opponent's team makeup is, then you go into like a like an intermission phase where you can add or remove heroes and then you go back in and they fight it out and it just goes like that until it's kinda like a tournament setup where there are I think twelve players in the Hearthstone one. Um so each everybody fights each other until somebody comes out on top. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Uh they also have um something is in Warcraft 3 uh is apparently they're getting re- Warcraft 3 reforged, which is their remake of Warcraft 3. Uh it's in closed beta right now. They're expanding that and it's going to have a release date soon. So that's pretty cool. Um and then Diablo Immortal, which is the mobile version of Diablo, is still in development. Um they just announced that, so nothing, nothing huge there. I don't know if you care about. Uh, no. Oh. Well, that was emphatic. <laughs> so, anyway, we are pretty much done. Uh, you can find. I I forgot to mention it earlier, and I said I would hoard myself at the end. So I'm going to do that. You can find me at Reeton everywhere. So on Twitter, on Mixer on youtube whenever i decide to upload videos um you can find my website reetenentertainment.com you can find my podcast uh on any social any social media any uh any music distribution site i guess uh, so linkedin 
LinkedIn? What the fuck am I? Tune in. <laughs> Find me on LinkedIn. Offer me a job. No. Tune in. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. You can find that under Reeton Podcast. I can't think straight, and I'm not even high on anesthesia yet. So um, next week we will be back, and I may or may not be in a ton of pain. So I will be one organ less. That's what I'm going to be. So thank you for being here, Roa. No problem. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Honk, honk.